everybody welcome to the true crime scott squad i'm christy brower here with my sister co-host and partner in crime katie weaver hello like 90 percent of the time i can say the whole thing without a problem and then uh -huh. one damn time yep <laughs> listen i've had two times recently so i work on a hotline and i usually answer the phone thanks for calling one to listen this is katie recently i completely forgot what to say i said thanks for calling Oh, I've just kind of deflated like a balloon. <laughs> my client is uh, a long-term client who, you know, she she laughed so hard. I'm like, wow, I don't know what happened. Last week, a client called and I said her name instead of mine. <laughs> <laughs> I knew who was calling because I had a notification. And I actually said, thanks for calling one to listen. This is the client's name. <laughs> and then I went, oh, my God. Anyway. <laughs> Yeah, the, the thinking is strong with this one. <laughs> <laughs> the post-COVID brain, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's hilarious. Well, oh, my gosh. I'm losing it. That's what's happening. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. Well, welcome. This is our Wednesday show. Yeah. And guys, we actually showed up with three full shows this week. Plus, we're doing our live stream tonight. Can you imagine? It may seem as though summer has ended. Because it I, has. Right? I, I think we're balling right now. I, I'm, I'm super proud of us. Yeah. yeah. We're back to our fall, winter, spring schedule. Summer just kind of falls apart a little on us. But we're back. And we've got a lot to talk about. So, Katie, you're going to kick us right off with some WTF news. Oh, man. Imagine you are sitting in traffic. And a motorcycle pulls up next to you. In fact, a whole bunch of motorcycles and ATVs pull up next to you. And one of them hops out of the car. And we're not in the country in this scenario. We're in the middle of a big city. Hops out of the car, jumps up on the back of your car, and starts jumping on your back window until it shatters with your little children in the back seat. What the hell? Oh, my God. That's terrifying. Uh, make sure the kids are okay. Try not to get killed. I don't know. I might try to speed off just to get the hell away from them first, but I don't even know. Like, I got to show you what this mama did in Philadelphia a few days ago. Uh, -huh. uh, maybe not recommended. I, it replays two times because, well, you just have to see it more than once. So here we go. Oh, my God. 
knock him off that bike, you little bastard. Jesus. So, for those that were watching, not or listening, not watching, let me explain. She gets out of the car. And by the way, when he's jumping off of the car, he drops something and picks it up. That was a gun. Oh, my God. Mm -hmm. And the reason we even have this footage is that a man, a tourist on a double-decker bus was right behind her. And oh, saw this happening and filmed the whole thing. What yeah. So she gets out of her car, runs around, confronts him. He headbutts her with his helmet. He had on like a full helmet with mask thing. Uh, she And tries to take another swing at her that she uh, averts. Like she's a baddie, man. And then she, he tries to get back on his bike and she pushes it over with him on it. <laughs> she shoves him over. What an asshole. Well, she now, as it turns out, this was like the mayonnaise mafia out for a ride. There wasn't much oh, to yeah. it. Uh, several arrests were made for people riding ATVs in the city. If you no, notice, he was on a dirt bike. There was no license plate on it. There were some mm -hmm. four-wheelers around him. Like, you can't ride stuff like that just in the city. Uh, without. No. Uh, in some cities, like where I live, you can. As long as you have uh, operating blinkers and operating taillights and you have a license plate. Uh, but right. most of those uh, vehicles don't come with those things because they're made for off-road use. But yeah. anyway, so there were some uh, people that were ticketed for doing that. But uh, the Philadelphia police have not messed around on this. Wow. And they announced that uh, they have arrested the male ATV rider. And they're getting ready to announce charges and some additional details. There's going to be a press conference this afternoon. So unfortunately, I don't have those details quite yet. We don't know his name. But I wanted to show you some of the pictures that uh, were sent out to the public that helped them to identify this idiot. So here we have the bike. Mm -hmm. The gold de decal um. on his helmet. Oh, his shirt says you ain't face. no killer. Yeah. An idiot. So here's what we know. I got to tell you, from watching that video and seeing the size of that kid, I really thought that was a teenager. Yeah, he wasn't a very big guy. Turns out, no, he's 27. Are you serious? Well, good. Adult prison for you, asshole. There were yeah. children in that car. Mm -hmm. Mom. Drive, my God, no one deserved that. What the hell? mom was working she's an uber eats driver oh, and had no. told the press that uh child care is just too expensive and so her kids just ride along with her um i think a, a lot, lot of, people of do that. gig drivers yeah. do that they're actually because i've worked doordash and i've worked um uh amazon flex and they yeah. actually have rules about children in the car which allow for them but they're not mm -hmm. supposed to ever get out of the car at any location but sure. yeah they um those gig companies totally they know people are doing yeah. that all the time yeah well i mean seriously for a, a mom especially a single mom i don't know that she's a single mom but a mom that needs to work that can't afford daycare stuff like this driving stuff is is a godsend you know it is but at any mm -hmm. rate uh how terrifying so we don't have his so name terrifying. yet but it'll be released today uh in a press conference i believe and some charges so good good yeah I very good that, i hope they throw the book at him what the hell does that kid think he was doing right what and those 
kids could have really been hurt kicking the glass in on them like that. Well, and them riding their their uh, motorcycles and ATVs like that in traffic. I mean, mm -hmm. the fact that none of them were killed is amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely ridiculous. So Jesus. anyway, but I thought you guys would be uh, amazed to watch that video. Listen, I wouldn't yeah. have got out of the car. And I don't know that she should have, to be honest, you know. That was that know. was dicey, but she was he actually he definitely picked the wrong one. I'll bet he was pretty surprised. Uh yeah, and good for her. I loved it when she shoved him down. <laughs> tipped, tipped over his bike, probably scuffed it. Right. She's like you big pussy. <laughs> yeah. So we'll take that for sure. Yes, we will. All right. Well, I'm gonna turn the mic over to you for our main case. Okay. This is Yolna Lubrin from Orlando, Florida. Yolna was found hanging from a tree in her backyard last Thursday. Oh boy. Guys, when, when is law enforcement gonna get that when you find a black person hanging from a tree, you treat this in a very specific and respectful way yeah given the lynching history in this country mm -hmm. you don't just gloss over finding a black woman hanging from a tree no unfortunately that is what has happened though yeah there's so little information on this case it's all coming from the orlando sentinel and it's so aggravating to me because within 24 hours they were already calling it a suicide. Sure. And we've seen this happen before. Oh, we've yeah. We've seen this happen before with black women and with black men. Mm -hmm. Here's the thing, guys. Maybe it is. We don't know. But how do you know within 24 hours? And how do you make damn sure that that was not a lynching before you publicly call it a yeah. suicide? And that's not what's happened. And uh, Yolna, who went by Yo-Yo to her family, her family is incensed. The police have not really sure. talked to them. They're not including them in this conversation. They're calling it a suicide and acting like they're just going to kind of brush it to the side. And their fa her family is like, wait a minute. Where is the real investigation into this case? Yeah. She had reported to her family recently being sexually assaulted. Also, her car had been vandalized. All of the doors were standing wide open on her car when they found her. Oh. So there are some questions about what's been going on in her life, what's mm -hmm. gone on with the car. Those are questions that need answers mm -hmm. before you can just say, oh, looks like a suicide. Right. So there was a rally held last night. Uh, organized by her friends and family, asking for answers, asking for the police to fully investigate this, to talk with the family, to not just jump to conclusions because of the nature of her death. Uh -huh. And I honestly don't think that's too much to ask. Yeah. The police are kind of walking it back now saying that you know, we're looking into this and the investigation is still open and, you know, those kinds mm -hmm. of things. But, you know, they have not talked to her family. 
And I just don't understand why, given this country's history, that a death like this doesn't get treated with a little more care and finesse, mm-hmm. you know? Because it's so damn easy to be able to just say it was a suicide and walk away. Right. But that really is frustrating because how much of the crime scene actually got processed? Did they even process the car? What evidence right. has already been lost because we just immediately called it a suicide and walked away? Right. That's the fear. Because how many times have we seen that where a case was just immediately ruled a suicide yeah. and then evidence was trampled on, lost, never even investigated? Mm-hmm. And if that's not the case here, okay. I don't know fully because there's so little news coverage of this case. Right. Sure. But the thing that we want to be sure of is that Yolna's case gets fully investigated. And well, this isn't just brushed under the rug. The thing so, that upsets me, one of the things with uh, these cases that are just called suicide and walked away from, I mean, obviously the the obvious that there's a killer potentially that uh, right. is getting away with it, but also because of the religious ramifications for so many people, yeah. you know, and I have different beliefs on suicide than other people do, I'm sure, but a lot of religious folks believe some pretty scary stuff about suicide and about the yeah. uh you know the soul of that person and it's incredibly cruel to write cases off as, as suicide so easily if they're not because their families are going to live with that forever the lack of care in every direction is just so freaking gross yeah and for a black family to lose someone to a hanging uh, the the generational trauma around that is so massive. Yeah. So not recognized by law enforcement. There's no respect for the community in this situation. And that's what the family is really struggling with. Yeah. So they are asking and they've got a lot of support from their community asking for more direct communication with the family for them to look into everything before they make a final conclusion. Mm -hmm. Autopsy results have not even been released in this case. This only happened a week ago. Yeah. Real soon to be identifying this as a suicide without really doing due diligence. So we just wanted to throw our voice behind this case. Yeah. And if you live in Orlando, this is in West Orlando, Please be aware of what's going on. Make public statements, you know, make statements to your um, local uh, politicians. Get the media on it. We need help for people to pay attention. Mm-hmm. Maybe this is going to turn out to be that Yolna took her own life. I don't know. But what if it isn't? What if it isn't? Well, and things like the car being vandalized is definitely sus. Where's yeah, her phone? Who's gone through it? What do we know about who she was talking to? I mean, there's right. a lot of and questions Law enforcement here. do have her phone. There are a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. But the family feels like they are not getting any communication about what's being found here. And the, the decision to call it a suicide was so quick yeah. that they're very afraid that it's not getting fully investigated. And, and that's my concern, too, because we've seen it happen over and over again. So, you know, as true crimers, one of the things that we probably the thing that we find the most important in what we do is to raise our voices to help support justice for other people. And Yolna and her family deserve that. So if you're in West Orlando, look into this, see what you can do to throw your voice behind it. 
and all of us, we need to educate our law enforcement or maybe just get them to give a damn that when a case like this happens, they need to put more into it before they make a final um, decision. You just don't run that risk. No, definitely no. So all of our love to Yo-Yo's family and the community and everyone who is rallying behind her right now. And, and we will continue to keep an eye on this and hope for a very um, thorough investigation into her death so that Absolutely. everyone can be totally sure what mm -hmm. actually happened to her. Indeed. Yeah. And with that, Katie, I'm going to kick this over to you for a missing person spotlight. Okay. Well, we did it again. You and I picked uh, very similar cases. I know we have a, like a theme, don't we? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And my case is out of Texas. I'm going to talk to you about a missing This is DeAndrea Ford. She okay. went missing September 21st. Okay. Going to show you another shot of her too, because this this is her all glammed out, right? Uh, and this is mm -hmm. her uh, driver's license picture, I believe. So, a couple okay. of different shots of her, so that you can see uh, her face, her beautiful face. So, yeah. DeAndrea, uh, she went missing from a bar that she had been dancing at. She'd been a an exotic dancer at this bar. And she's 21 years old. She's described as five feet, four inches tall, weighs about 170 pounds, has brown eyes and black hair. And she left with an unknown man. So the bar manager said that the employees aren't allowed to leave with men that they meet inside. But uh, she did climb into an SUV, a black SUV that nobody uh, seems to recognize. So we don't know okay. who she left with. This was Diva's Bikini Sports Bar and Grill. She's only okay. worked there for a few weeks, so the people there did not know her particularly well. Uh, there's a lot of reasons why this is really, really concerning. One of them is that she has a four-year-old son. Oh, no. And it is not like her in any way to just not come home. Mm -hmm. and take care of her little one. I, this is just not her theme at all. And so her family is freaking out, of course, of course, and saying that this is not normal behavior. And so the bar does have some surveillance footage from the night she went missing. That's how they, they know she got in a black SUV, but they don't have any idea who the person was driving it is. Mm -hmm. uh, oh, sorry, a van, not an SUV. Mm. And... They were in the van for about an hour, and then it left hmm. on site. So one of her friends missed a call from her about 2 a.m., and then later that day, her phone was turned off, and her call started going straight to voicemail, and it's hmm. been going off ever since. It's never been powered back on. So here's, I mean, this is upsetting enough, right? It's that's yeah. it's extremely concerning. You know, she's been gone for enough days now that like what the hell? And with a four year old that she cares for, 
you know, it's not like, uh, it's not like she didn't take care of, have her own kids. She did. And to just disappear like this is just not normal for her at all. One of the reasons it's so concerning is that she is a witness in an active murder case. Oh, no. Mm -hmm. So apparently in the spring, she was asleep in the front seat of a car that was driven by a man named Otis Parker. And he was killed on May 18th. Uh, there were shots fired outside a Houston apartment complex. She was nearly killed. She wasn't hit, but uh, barely escaped being shot. And there were several people involved. Jamal Brown, Mariah Green, Katana Taylor, and Gerald Wheeler were all charged. So apparently there was a fight between... Uh, the victim and the Ford guy about uh, or not the Ford guy anyway there was a fight over $1,500 uh, that they had made during a work trip and so this mm. was uh, it was a planned killing and robbery over $1,500 oh my god so during the investigation uh investigators intercepted a text message between some of the suspects saying she ain't safe in houston at all oh yeah. boy so there was a no contact order between her and the suspects granted in june in july they tried to arrest brown he was the main guy mm -hmm. uh, and ended up uh, in a shootout with brown and he was killed Oh. Now the rest of the suspects have been in charge and have been charged and it sounds like they're all in jail. Uh yeah, behind they're in jail with no bond. But uh you know, we don't know what we don't know if her disappearance has anything to do with that because she's still an active witness uh to this crime. Mm -hmm. We don't know with uh if it doesn't, we just don't know. And I went to Twitter and put her name in because Twitter or X or whatever is usually a great source for you. Right. This should be headline news. She is a uh, she is a witness in a murder trial and she has gone missing. Come now, you know. Right. She had to have a restraining order from these people. They were sending texts mm -hmm. saying that she's not safe. And now she's disappeared. Are you kidding me? Right. But her case is not getting any coverage. So I wanted to be sure it got coverage here. And that we at least showed her beautiful face. And talked about her. Because uh, yeah. what the hell is going on? Right. Well, and she's got a little boy. Yeah. This is, yeah, she has a child. She's only 21. Yeah. She's just a kid herself. My God. Mm -hmm. So again, her name is DeAndrea Ford. And she went missing from Houston. So okay. keep an eye out if you are in Houston. Please watch for footage and coverage of this case. Watch for her. Uh, get in the know about what's going on here and what does is for being sure. done about it. And we'll keep an eye on it, too. Yeah, absolutely. Sounds like we have a lot of cases to keep an update on. Yeah. We've got quite a theme in the show and we will, mm -hmm. we will most definitely do that.
yeah then you know hopefully we've you know do a, do our best to shine the light on cases like this in order to help make sure that this this woman is found my god right right we there justice needs to be served here come on man yeah maybe somebody ought to give a shit that'd be nice that'd be cool yeah no definitely all right well you can tell this is definitely a see something say something kind of episode yeah um you know get involved if you know where any of these crimes have occurred find out what's going on in your community and what's being done about them mm-hmm. and you know if you learn things that we don't know because we don't live in your community and coverage has been so poor please let us know we appreciate that very much you all yeah. you help to be our eyes and ears out there and we're just mm-hmm. sitting here in little idaho and we don't always know the answers to things either so mm-hmm. it's helpful if you're from the community and you have information we always appreciate that yeah very much uh, please don't forget to like, subscribe, share, comment, leave us a leave us a review over on Apple where you can. Um, all of those things help us to grow. Uh-huh. We will be back tonight for Wednesday night case updates at 7 p.m. Mountain. That's live streamed on our YouTube and our Facebook page. And we've got updates in lots of cases. You do not want to miss it. There is so much going on. Yeah. And you know, we are the True Crime Squad. Thanks for being here. Take care. Thank you.